0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the season premiere of Meet Me at Minacci a Walk Down Memory Lane. I'm your host, Emily Drum Class of 2001. We start today with some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that this is our only episode of Meet Me at Minacchi A Walk Down Memory Lane for 2020 because of the COVID-19 virus and pandemic sweeping the world. The good news is that we get to celebrate two graduates today. We sat down first with Isabel Sutherland and her parents, both Menachee alumni, Josh and Melissa Sutherland. As some of you might know, Josh Sutherland also serves as the choir director at Menachee High School. We hope you enjoy their interview. Stay safe, and as always, stay Golden Marauders.
1: Hi, my name is Isabel Sutherland. I am here with my mom and dad, Josh and Melissa Sutherland. I am currently a senior at Menachee High School, and my favorite thing about attending Menachee has to be the people. Um, going to high school, not really knowing anyone. Um, I had a really big advantage of having a parent as a teacher, and I think that helped me a lot um, through high school. but you know meeting everybody and sort of finding my own way, meeting different people and I think um, kind of not knowing anyone was interesting and I think I had more fun like doing that because it was sort of a blank slate for me and just you know I could be anybody who I wanted and no one really knew how I was and it it just um, gave me an opportunity to you know start again. And I think that was the best part about high school. So I'll have my parents introduce themselves and then also say, when you graduated from Menachie, One of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's me. My name is Josh Sutherland. And what did you want to know? You want to know?
3: When did you graduate? Yeah.
2: Oh, I graduated high school in 1995. What was it? We, were the class... I thought it was We're the class with all the jive but you said it was something else. What was it supposed to be? Were the class that's...
3: Really great? No, no. no. What? <laughs> what was the with, that's such a bad... <laughs> were, we're the, the class that's...
2: Oh, what was really it? Really
3: fine? Well, we in the class of no, class so you said 14, something else last so, time. Uh,
2: that was, it wasn't quite five, and it rang with five. And it, <laughs> with
3: <and laughs> with the job, I thought my, the I that's a, mine was better, but that's alive. Oh, <laughs> uh, I <don't>
2: Anyways, <laughs> class of 1995. Apparently, I can't remember what our, what our slogan was, or whatever you call it. <laughs> and I've been a teacher at Menachee since 2007. I am the choir director. And...
3: Yada, yada,
2: yada. I love my job. Yay.
3: Um, my name is Melissa Sutherland and I graduated in nineteen uh, almost. Did you I, <laughs> I, did you I, I almost said eighty-four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were say eighteen. No <laughs> 18, eighteen. No. I feel like it uh um, wow, nineteen
3: old lady. no nineteen ninety-four. I graduated in 1994. And <laughs> what was your class model? I don't know, Remember, um, we the class was four. with the class that all was of the
2: 94. What
3: rhymes with four? Walks
2: through doors. <laughs> <laughs> what could it be?
3: Well, it? I can think you of a word, but it's like not mom. very Last family. 94, all of <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> We're the oh. class that's really poor, because oh, we're the class that have 94. 94. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Really well, well, at learn. least you're not
1: the class that was quarantined and <laughs>
3: shut into the house. Yeah, that's not so fun. Mm, the class is quarantined.
2: 2020. Oh, that's yeah. terrible.
1: Okay, well, oh, wow. Um. Uh, the first thing I'll ask you is, um, do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me?
3: When I first... <laughs> into well. The yeah. well, I was per- was I drugged? No, I wasn't. No, with you, I didn't have anything, and that wasn't by choice. All natural. Yeah. Um <laughs> <That was weird. laughs> I don't remember. Like, I think it was just you know, your the first birth is so anticipated, and it was. You know, I had been in labor for a long time, so I think I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, how was that out. first
1: birth experience?
3: It was not what I expected because I thought, "Oh, I'm totally gonna like not get an epidural or anything like that." And then I think two hours in, I was like, oh, "Give me the epidural," <laughs> but I didn't get one. Uh,
2: yeah, and yeah, so and I was in
3: pain, you. and your father just fell asleep. <laughs> so so I was like, turn on the TV. And he's like, no, just go to bed. And I'm like, I can't go to bed. I'm <laughs> in pain. And he just snored away. But when we first saw you, gosh, I don't remember. It was just very overwhelming. You know, you're the first oh, baby. Yeah. Just amazing.
2: <clears throat> it was It was because, you know, everyone had said, they kept telling us your first child is going to change your life. It's going to change your life is totally gonna to change, and I, I just kept like being annoyed by that. And then we saw you, and then I realized that they were right. Everything was different. I went outside of the hospital, and everything seemed oh, different. Oh yeah, the everything was just different. That I looked at,
3: and then they're like, "Okay, I go life, home." The way I and I'm like, you guys are gonna <laughs> let us take
2: this <laughs> baby home? <laughs> and you're a beautiful baby, and we were just so, so happy.
3: Yeah, really happy. Yeah. Just so happy to have you,
1: Isabel. I um, know. How did you guys choose my name? Well, I know why, but... Oh,
2: explain you it. Can, you can explain it, yeah. She can
1: explain
2: it. Well, you were supposed to be Noah, but then... <laughs> <laughs> but then we found uh, out you were a girl, so Noah was not what we wanted for you. And then, uh,
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's girls, there's named, girls Noah? named Noah now. Noah uh, Cyrus. So
2: it changed, but... Anyways keep my yeah. opinion
3: to myself about that. But.
2: Oh, and then we really, I really, I really wanted like a hippie name, Lily Star.
3: Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Lily you Lily could have been Lily Star.
2: Lily Star <laughs> Sutherland. Isn't that weird? Like Lily a hippie star. name.
3: It sounds a little It's uh, a very pop star kind of <laughs> <version>. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go down that road. <laughs>
2: so anyways, well, let's, uh liked a the movie.
3: There oh, I go. was watching, well, we watched it yeah, last we night. Watched-
1: it's not my favorite movie, but it was it was a good it was a good movie. I liked it. I definitely liked the character that I was named after.
3: I know, me too. I think that's yeah. why I liked it. Fools Russian. I know it's like a like B-rated. <laughs> <laughs> like a B movie. <laughs> <laughs> with Salma Hayek because, and Matthew Perry. Because
2: you because you were your with Matthew Perry. That's well, you know, at.
3: Friends was really a big thing back then and and you then
2: really like that. And so, yeah, and
3: we'll I like it. romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. So I and so, I really Isabel. loved it. I, yeah, I really loved that. Issa Isabelle. And I do. I love her character. Yeah,
1: me too. I liked her too. She was super smart, smart Salma and Hayek. just very yeah. independent. Mm-hmm. She always like won the argument.
3: And
2: if it, and then we and then we realized that. Everyone was named like an Isabel. Oh we yeah. totally thought we were original. I know. Isabel just, Lynn Bull. Was it we didn't look at we didn't, see it on a, we didn't see it on a on the list or anything, but apparently it was a really popular name. We didn't look at lists. I don't remember looking at oh let's pick the most popular name. <laughs> yeah. But it like was a really popular name for that year, I guess.
1: Well then also my middle name.
2: Your middle name is Lynn after my choral director that I had at Cal State Long Beach, Doctor Lynn Bielefeld. And she, and she ended up um, passing away right before you were born.
3: It was before or after?
2: Before. Oh, I
3: think it was before. Mm-hmm. I think it was before.
2: Right before, and so, um, so I, I, was so impacted by her teaching that I wanted to have that name for you. Without that, Isabel Lynn, that was gonna be you.
1: And the cool thing was, at Honor Choir, um, what's his name, Joe Modica he was also I guess he also like was taught under her and um
2: he's the choir director at, at Redlands University yeah mm-hmm.
1: and I had mentioned that and he was just like no way what you're kidding and just yeah it was it was cool seeing how many people like she inspired and, and like to a point where she was named after or I was named after somebody so like you know well esteemed yeah. Yeah. yeah so
2: many everyone has all the people who are students and people who were in her honor choirs especially she used to um do a lot of honor choirs they all didn't she give
1: you a
3: scholarship oh uh, i don't know if yeah. it was a scholarship but i but just in my brief um encounter with her she just was so engaging and you definitely remembered her because i think when i met her it was probably a few minutes in an elevator and she saw our name tags because we were at um, an ACDA convention, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, you guys are from Benachie. That's Roger's choir, um, Mr. Guerrero, our choir teacher. Mm-hmm. And we were just riding the elevator down into the lobby, and just those few minutes, like, you just always remembered. Uh, I remembered who she was. Yeah, and I think I had one impact. more mm-hmm. encounter with her. I mean, but they were brief, really, really brief. But um, definitely somebody that you... W- I mean, you would remember the the encounter that you had with her.
1: I wish mm-hmm. I met her. Oh well. <laughs> well but
2: yeah, those videos, yeah.
1: and stuff are... I'm honored to be named mm-hmm. after uh, somebody so inspiring like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I like as a baby and as a young child?
3: Oof. What
2: were you like? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, this is because it was our first child and. Part of the problem was that we probably we were ignorant. We were
3: ignorant as parents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely, what we, yeah, so yeah, we I guess was... what we would see as like a colicky baby. Now I guess because it seemed like there was there was just times where we had trouble trying to figure out how to console you the right way. Um, so we tried everything and stuff, and sometimes um, sometimes you just had to cry, <laughs> and we were just yeah. stuck.
3: You um, would cry. So
2: that was the first thing I think that we remember that For really,
3: long periods.
2: Because we couldn't figure out how... Because we changed you and fed you and...
3: And then you would still just cry. Uh-huh. And... And you were very stubborn. I mean, because we would travel back from Porterville to Long Beach because we, we lived in Long Beach for, you know, for two years after you were born. And I remember... I was sitting in the back with you and you cried the whole time from Borderville to Bakersfield <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, like, I mean and not just How long like like is Almost that, two like hours. hours. Yeah.
2: Like it's almost two hours. Right.
3: From to Bakersfield?
2: Yeah.
3: Like an hour. Like an hour from of crying. From Long Beach to No, from Porterville to Bakersfield. Oh. We were going back to Long Beach.
1: How did <laughs> you get was I just like tired at that point? I think it's so. Like I think so you so just cried
3: yourself out. <laughs> just... But that it didn't go away no so quickly. Left.
2: And you were really playful. You were just very playful, as when you became a toddler, um, and really and really loud, you know. And then that's the preschool, and started saying it, and then and then the kindergarten. The, whenever they described you, oh, she has a real zest for life, joy for life, which was code for you were loud. <laughs> <laughs> you were real loud. Uh, that you were, but it's in, a, it's in a joyful, playful way. And, and you just.
3: Who said that? Mrs. Summertime. D, really? Yeah, Mrs. D said that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm a teacher too, so I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she was very kind. She was like, she's not disruptive. She just, you know, has a mm-hmm. very, um, yeah, joyous spirit about her. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always remember I got like a bean conduct, and I think it's because I was like,
3: Loud. loud. Yeah, I think you take after me. I was pretty loud. I'm not surprised. I'm sure people, listen, I'm sure it people listening it. to this are like, oh, that was <laughs> good. Um,
1: do you remember any songs that you used to sing to me, and can you sing them now?
3: Oh,
2: gosh.
1: I know you wrote me a, a lullaby. Well,
2: you know your song. You can sing yeah. your song.
1: No, this is, this is your questions. I'm just the interviewer.
2: <laughs> yeah, we wrote you a song. I, I did it not. To you. you did. Oh, I guess <laughs> I... It's not really writing a song, because I just, you know, made up a, made up a melody and words, and I just sang it to you when you're little, a little lullaby, and I try to sing it to each other. Know. Oh, we have to sing it now?
3: I won't no. sing it. You can go ahead. Yeah, choir director? You got the degree. <laughs> make your money work. Okay. <laughs> I mean, make your degree Yeah, oh, Money you okay. spent work.
2: <laughs> was it? It's the close your eyes? Is that how I start? Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Go to sleep. And your mind will sing like crying in the background. In the night, have sweet dreams, little Isabel. The day is done, the evening's here, and you have nothing to fear. You will be in my heart. Daddy's always here. And then she And so she fell <sighs> asleep. And maybe maybe not. Or maybe she was just yeah. I don't think it worked. <laughs> That's but, Sweet. So that was
1: I still like it. Um, do you guys sing anything else to me? I feel like I'm you, sure you just sort of, of like hummed. That. I'm sure we we're always singing, I
2: don't Yeah. <laughs> we, that's what we do. We yeah. Singing. I think there's just music is on and. Yeah. Well, that's that's funny because you're just exposed to music, you know. Because I'm a choir director, and you went to you went to concerts when you're when you're a baby. You've been yeah. hearing music. You went to my concerts? You went to my, uh, when I was at Bancroft Middle School, you went to those concerts?
3: We were in the lobby a lot, but you heard something.
2: You helped to choreograph that first play I did at Bancroft Middle School, or that, that Guys and Dolls play. And I she wish did.
3: I remembered and that It was stuff. so
2: cute how she did the choreography that I was teaching and practicing in the house, and she would do it with me, and I kept doing it with her because it was just so, she would just do it. And she was just, because she was just playful. She just did things, and she was good at mimicking things.
3: Yeah. yeah, no, and you're just super smart. Like, I mean, we would were okay. I'm just kidding. You are super smart. <laughs> As a child, you were super smart. Um, yeah, you could recognize things very easily, and you would remember the that... the
2: VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. That's I know VHS tapes. The VHS tapes. <laughs> That's all we had. And then somehow it transitioned to. Or were they... De- no, they were VHS. No, they were VHS,
3: yeah. Because she That's would see crazy. the pattern on the tapes and she would know which movies they were. She just
2: memorize the pattern on the tapes and put it in. Like,
3: this is before the you Christmas were even two. Too- oh, oh, bye. Oh, time's out. Take your pills. <laughs> take your pills? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Time to take your pills, mama. I <laughs> wish. Oh. Um, so, yeah, music was part of your life ever since... Yeah, because I, we were already Once in music. I was doing, Yep. Every... You've been just many, 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 many choir events and music events
1: yeah all right um what were the hardest moments you had when i was growing up
3: we just kept having kids i think that's it we just kept yeah. having yeah. more ki- so, kids did did it, kid was African? it easier becoming a parent yes like you and Lauren were for me the hardest ones. Um and then we had Gabby and Noah, and it was and I think we were just already in that whole world of you know, changing diapers and you know, that we had all the stuff already. <laughs> and so it was just a much easier transition. And plus we had been doing it for what, how many years? So no, it's
2: four and then Yeah. And then Joshua made it like okay That was harder a, and is This we were, a joke. <laughs> and <then> we <laughs> were having older. Another one? Yeah. We're having a fifth one. When that you was announced
1: like a, that I was just like the Uh-oh. fifth
2: one seemed like really? a lot of kids already. Like the fifth I was like, whoa.
3: And then we had a sixth and one. Then and then we had Olivia a sixth was one. Really I was
2: like, you like announced it said tell, at Chili's. Should we even tell? <laughs> you like
3: told us <laughs> at Chili's. Maybe we just years. have
2: her then people won't even know we had a sixth one. <laughs> They'll just say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> was
3: surprised. I didn't. It was a I girl. think we waited to tell people
2: because it was.
3: Yeah, I think was, we waited. I think I was probably six months pregnant, and then we told people.
2: So trying to be there for you and be there for all these other kids—that's probably that probably was the hard part.
3: I think it was the hard part, and plus I think, Dad was always working, working. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: you couldn't like differently. leave me alone when I was like super little.
3: Yeah, that yeah. was part of it too. Um, but I like it was just different the way his like work schedule. And the pressure of him, because he was, like, building this, you know, program that he wanted, and he wanted it to be successful, and that meant, you know, lots of hours away from home, and that was really difficult, too. Yeah. Um,
1: what was it like to see me every day of my high school experience?
2: Mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dad. Um, I... F- like you know that. what? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I was I was only worried that it was going to be awkward for you, and then once we were doing it, it was it was just great. It was good. It was. I was glad that you know we can, I was going to a place, and you good. We can just have you come along.
3: I was happy um, that you liked choir. It could have went the other way. <laughs> That's yeah, you could have just been like, I do, like, do like, not we'll want to do this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. It just it worked out. It made me want to want the program to be better because my own kids were benefiting for all these years I had been working for um yeah. all these other kids to have a great program and now my own kid was in it I'm like well it's got to be better it's got to be better now because my own kid I want her to have the um uh, awesome experiences the best that I can provide and so it kind of made me you know change the way I was looking at how I was teaching and see what could be improved and um and I liked being there to help you and Mm-hmm. And that was fun that you were, you know you only wanted to come to my office for a little while you know it yeah. seemed like it wasn't that long probably like I the first month, like month or so a month
1: or two yeah where
2: you only wanted to be in my office and like mm-hmm. I'll just stay here every brunch every lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was good and then and then it became you were hardly ever around <laughs> yeah because you were always busy with your friends and doing other things
1: I think I came back more this year than I did um, to your office than I did in the previous years. Um, if you could do everything again, would you have, would you
3: raise me differently? Nah, I don't think so. You're a pretty awesome kid. I mean, I think this oh, is... I've
2: been asking for some of these things, too.
3: No, yeah, that's life. after. Oh, okay. Um, Second. no. You're perfect.
2: Oh, wow. No pressure. <laughs> you
3: like, you just yelled Make at me, me two out. hours ago. Um, no, I think you're a wonderful kid. I mean, you, all of your teachers say wonderful things about you. And so, no, I don't think so. I mean, I
2: don't think we could have raised, I don't know. That's not choice. It's just like.
3: We're just doing the best yeah, we can. That's what it time. is. Yeah.
2: There is no going back and changing and making it better. You can try to do things better from here on out, but you do your best along the way and just hope God's there helping you make the right decision with your children.
1: Um, What advice would you give me about raising my own kids? Oof.
2: <laughs>
3: there you go.
1: I know you just have, like, revenge. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's the only thing about you. <laughs> You're like you, your you just wait till you have kids. Revenge.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Definitely get your degree and don't get your degree when you have kids. That was hard. That was really but she difficult. still did it. Yeah, it was really tough. Um, so finish your school. That's important. Um, I don't know, like. And be in a good position, a good place where you... Can't have kids. Yeah, can have kids. Yeah, I don't know how... And it's, like, it's, team and
2: it's a whole so lot easier right. with a supportive spouse. That, yes. Well, that both of you and both of you have a relationship with God. That's my, that's my hope. You both have a relationship with God and to...
3: You're to um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. pray
2: together and, and ask God for help when you need it with your child.
1: Um. Obviously, my senior year has been drastically different than most senior years because of the COVID-19 pandemic that has rocked the world. What is your greatest advice for me as I prepare to graduate from Menachee?
3: What? Wow. <laughs> What is your... Miss Drum thing? wrote that's this question. <laughs> <Ms>. Drum. Wow.
2: <laughs> right? Well.
3: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think To, to know
2: what to be thankful for. Um, to find the things to be thankful. Because, you know, things can be taken taken away. You know, what... Don't take things for granted. Um,
3: Pick a job where you can...
2: A sustainable job. Yeah, a sustainable
3: Ooh, gosh, job. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can you have a, a one that's... Considered essential. Can you make sure your
3: yeah.
2: your job choices so you can always be employed? Yeah. Gosh, nobody even thought about that. No one thought about that.
3: No. Um, yeah, those kinds of things. Um,
2: or have a go-to side job that could be considered essential.
3: Side hustle. Um, a, side, um, a side hustle. Those are because, always.
2: Because yeah, we didn't foresee this at all
3: no and now this
2: is teaching us i guess that you always need to be prepared for the world to change huh mm-hmm. um you know we just never thought that it would change this much
3: and for this uh, long and for this yeah. long yeah for this, this long and then it's possible. so uncertain know, when that. we're gonna get back to normal again close to, be, to over to
2: be quarantined <gasps> like this no yeah, we never yeah. thought schools would be closed. I never thought churches would be closed. Just, those two things never crossed my mind that that would ever happen.
3: I think definitely, mm-hmm. too, when you are going through school to find your passion for a profession. Because that definitely, I think, has um, makes a difference. Like, your father obviously has a is in a... Profession that he has great passion for and lots of people can see that and you know I think he his life is much happier. He could have gone in a different Road down a different road Um, But he chose to be a choir director and like choir director that's not <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> <What>? finish that sentence <laughs> that. finish that like, well you know that's, not, that's what not. little what little kid ever says I want to be a choir director you hear lawyer firefighter policeman yeah. you know all these other <laughs> kinds of jobs mm-hmm. not choir director Can I, I want to be a choir director when I grow up mommy yeah. Um, and but I mean I couldn't imagine him being anything else Yeah. and I don't see him being happy um, doing anything else other than what he's doing now, so, um, and I think it's made all the difference oh. in the world, in our marriage, in our family. Um, and it's because unit. it was calling.
2: I felt like I answered yeah. a call that God, this is what God was wanting me to do. And and ever since I made that decision to follow it, it's it's been to uh, the benefit of me and my family. I hope. Yeah.
1: Um. What are your dreams for me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Get your degree would be dream one, mm-hmm. I think. To be a kind person, always be a kind person. Somebody who is. And I think you are a very kind person. To be compassionate. Um I don't know like your career goals, I mean that's going to have to come mm-hmm. you know from you. I mean, I can't want you to do something. I could be that Filipino mom and be a nurse. <laughs> be a nurse. Um, be doctor. But I think I really like more personality traits, I think. I want you to be, you know, kind and compassionate and um, friendly. Like, those are the things that I want for you. Me too.
2: And I want, you know, one of my dreams for you. My dreams that it always, in my spirituality is that I to share with you that hopefully you have the same desire to a relationship with God and to trust in God's plan for you and listen to follow it and and with that I think that's that's the essential part that carries you forward. So it's so always in my prayers saying to to let, allow her to be your servant. Lord Jesus, that's what I ask for.
3: Are you proud of me? Of course
1: <laughs> that's <sounds> not <just laughs> reassuring. What?
2: And why <laughs> and would course, and why yes, wouldn't yeah. we we yeah. we are proud of you. Why wouldn't we be proud of you? You're like, look, this is just the question. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? Of course, yes, absolutely. There's just lists that whole that whole process of applying for that college uh, just affirmed how proud we are of what you've accomplished and what we have been able to uh, allow you to be able to be a part of. We we really made that a focus. I mean, I don't even know if we can give that to all the kids. Everything we gave to you, all that all that things that you've done, every activity, every like honor choir, every, um, uh, you know, event for, uh, leadership St. Ann's and leadership opportunities, yeah. and all those things, like, it's just such a huge long list that when we were putting it together, it was like, oh, wow, this is. And I'm definitely style. proud that
3: you took the opportunity and uh, took advantage of it because yeah. We couldn't make you do anything. Mm-hmm. I we mean, could give you, you those opportunities. Right. And
2: we could have had the kid that said, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And you said, okay, I'll do it. It looks fun.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, I love how you are willing to put yourself out there and try new things. Like, I couldn't, I was not like that in high school at all. So, yeah. Super proud of you, the
1: Yes. Alright, is the camera off? <laughs>
3: Are we done? No. So okay. I will be
1: turning the role of the interviewer to my parents, and you guys will be asking me some questions.
2: Right. <laughs>
3: so weird. <Very> <laughs> Shall we begin? That was, cre- that was creepy. <laughs> Isabel.
1: Where were you on the night? <laughs>
2: says, oh, uh, did you enjoy school at Menachee, Isabel?
1: Um, I didn't enjoy it for like the first
3: month of it. Because <laughs> I had um, to have lunch with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
2: <laughs> or you could have had nobody. Could have locked the door. Yeah. <laughs> you could have sat outside the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. in the on, the on the wall.
1: <laughs> I don't know how all the freshmen did it that year. Like, um, well, for me personally, I didn't really know anybody from my class. Or, or no, there was um the twins that went there, but I wasn't as close um, to them as it was with like the people going to Harmony. And, and I did end up like seeing them throughout the like school year and that sort of made me a little bit more comfortable, but just, it was such a big change um, going from a class, going from a class that was like, I mean, not a class, a school that only had 120 kids to going into a class that has over 500. And so it yeah, was at it was yeah, school, definitely almost 2000, yeah. Yeah. And it was definitely overwhelming at first, but um on the first day of school, I already had made a friend and that was like the best feeling ever. And I think from then on I just kind of made the most out of my high school experience and choir definitely played a huge role in that. Um, with like the Heartland trips and just getting to know the classes. Um, it was it was comfortable and it was something that I knew that I was good at at to an extent. <laughs> but um I would say that I enjoyed Manachi. Yeah.
2: I hope so. It seemed like you did.
3: Yeah, I had oh, a little bit
2: of a all, with... all these friends you have. It seems like it's just been such a fun time to watch for us to watch you go through it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. How was high school different for you because your dad was a teacher on campus? Um,
1: I definitely think I, not so much of an advantage, but, um, you know, I had a place to go to, and I don't think a lot of the kids... Well, I know a lot of the kids didn't have that. They would have to, like, find that by getting to know a teacher while my teacher lived with me. (laughs) so Good and bad. Yeah. (laughs) So, in a way, like, for that first month, um, his classroom was, like, my safe haven. And so, going there, I knew that, like, it was okay. And, you know, when you're a freshman, going into that, like, that's scary scary and especially if you don't know anybody and i was thankful enough to well, to not only have a parent as um a teacher but also other relatives like um mrs bourne who um just who taught was, across the way yeah, mm-hmm. who was just across from you and then later mm-hmm. um another relative who mm-hmm. oh no actually i think um pokey became a teacher that year
0: too, oh, okay. but
1: I didn't have her in any class because I was part of the pathway. But yeah, um, but yeah, a I, I think it my experience. Just a bunch was of different. friends that
3: we had too. Yeah, yeah, my that we've known for decades. Yeah. yeah, in mm-hmm. a good way.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: Well, um, this is what kind of student were you?
1: Um. Well, I came from. Not, well, I wouldn't say St. Anne's was like competitive, but we definitely, you know, strived for the best that we could do.
3: I think you had a class that was competitive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And so that kind of, I tried to like stick with that in high school, but I noticed that I sort of, uh, there were some times where I sort of put my activities before school and But as a student, I always tried my best to, like, keep that balance. And I would say I have pretty good grades. Um, They're obviously not, like, the top, top ones, but... (laughs) Which I know you guys are little. (laughs) But I think I still try to do my best. And I still try to learn and actually, like, take in information rather than just doing the work. Um, I... I would say that I'm a pretty diligent student, like I would try to figure things out on my own before I ask for help, which is sort of not the greatest um, habit to have, because if I don't know how to figure it out, sometimes it'll take me a long time to actually ask for help, but um, yeah, I would say I'm a pretty good student. (laughs) In conclusion, I'm a good student.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what would you do for fun? Um, my
1: fun was school activities <laughs> Cuz I did yeah, I didn't did have that. That school activities. I didn't have much time in the day to just you know Go and do other things like I would still hang out with friends, but those same friends were in the extracurriculars that I did and yeah. so, like, hanging out was, like, going to practice or, like, going to band. Um, every now and then I would, like, hang out with friends and we'd kind of just, like... We we didn't really like staying in one place. We sort of just, like, went about, like, in the town. And, like, that's why we went to, like, Lewis Hill. And then we would just sort of, like, talk. Um, for fun, I just like doing things. I like traveling a lot. Um, and the fact that I had opportunities in high school to, like travel the country and travel the world um, really um, sort of enhance that passion that I have and I noticed that when I do travel I'm actually, it's like a different feeling like I really feel like happy and it's just like an experience that I really try to soak in like every time when I go to different places I try to take a minute to like like whoa I'm here so like better remember this to remember this feeling and mm-hmm. i hope that i get to do that more after high
3: school <laughs> after covid yeah <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
2: this is fun it says how will your classmates remember you um
1: people always tell me that i have like a good personality or like it's i guess unique i, What's I guess that mean? you would say which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's unique to them and- They should just
2: saying you're fun. Either. I was
1: gonna say, it could be you're code. you you bring the- <laughs> <laughs> Code. Code. Yeah, she has a good personality. It's
3: unique. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: unique. <laughs> um, I think- Honestly, I think people would remember me as the choir director's daughter. The one, the girl who could sing <laughs> because her dad was musically inclined. Um,
3: I. Oh, um, you're musically inclined. Well,
1: yeah. yeah, but had to also relate to my dad being a choir director. But, um, I. I don't know how they would remember me in any sort of way. I always try to treat people good and be kind and be compassionate. Not always, you know, judge them once I first see them. Um,. I keep an open mind. I I wanna know their story. I wanna know like how they are as a person. Um and I think that's kind of why I don't really have conflict with people because I usually see them in like you know, in a good light. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because they always I always have people like come to me like, Oh my gosh, this like person is like so annoying, like I always have all this drama and they're like oh but like you're fine like you're you're one of my like greatest friends and and blah, and all that and then and i just never really had a whole bunch of problems with people like i never was involved in drama i always just like heard about it and um and you have maybe, your different
2: groups you have all your different groups of friends that you're in yeah you have yeah, these, you, you have all my these different groups, groups.
1: <laughs> i have my groups <laughs> mm hmm and yeah, I think I hope that they would remember me as someone they could always go to, and someone that um, was never, you know, mean to them or push them aside. Oh,
3: sure. What are your best memories? It says of grade school, high—I'm assuming high school—like mm-hmm. high school.
2: Grade school to high school,
1: best memories. My, wow. My best memories. Um. I think my best memories were the ones where I remembered when I first met somebody. Like for example, the first person that I met in high school, Jericho Casabay, um, that was it was such a big turning point because I thought that I was so alone and like I couldn't do anything like, oh my gosh, nobody knows me. I'm just that weird choir director's daughter and just, you know, super like self-reserved and. And I'm actually a really outgoing person, but it was hard to show people that right away.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, like, memories like that I always try to cherish.
3: What did Jericho say when he saw you?
1: He was like, I think, he's like, can I sit next to you? Or like, are you Asian or something? (laughs) Or something? Something like that.
2: Or something?
1: (laughs) He's like, are you Filipino? Or, no, I don't think, did he ask me that? Oh no, that was the reason why he came up to me, because he noticed that I was Filipino, so then he asked to go and sit next to me like in class. <laughs> I thought he
3: said, um, she's Asian, I'm Asian, yeah, we can be friends. That's, that's what it was. That's so funny.
1: And that's, um, that was the sign that he put on um, oh, yeah. when he asked me to win a formal, yeah.
2: That's
3: so fun. That's cute.
1: And yeah, just things like that, because I never remember when I first meet a person. Like, half of the friends, or more than half, like, of them, I don't even know how I met them. Like, I think I just met them through mutual friends, and then we just started, like, you know, talking, and then now we're super close, but I don't really remember the origin of it all. It just kind of just happened. So the fact that I can remember those things and how, and then look, and then look back and see how things turned out, like, I think that's really cool. And I, those are the ones that I, um, really like
3: looking back to. Was there a teacher or teachers who had a particularly strong influence on your life? Tell me about them.
1: Um, I think all the teachers that I've had have had an influence, sorry. Um, All the teachers that I've had have, that I've had in high school, have had a great influence. Um, Obviously, my dad as a teacher has a pretty great influence. (laughs) Um, even freshman year with like Mr. Gale, um, Ms. Therese, um he really um, taught me to be, like become more organized. And although I don't seem really that organized now, it still you know put me in that mindset of like putting things together so then I can like see the big picture of things and like knowing where things are and also um, time management. And like how to like put everything, and um, that had a great influence on me. Um, I would have to say, Mr. Styles, he definitely, you know, pushed the envelope for creativity, and that really influenced like the content in productions that I made um, throughout MTA and MTV, and um, he he was a really great influence. Um, I. I don't know just anybody anybody that I had a teacher with I always tried to had a com ha- tried to have a conversation and I would hope that I was one of the students that they just always remembered um I know with some students like they just have a super deep connection with them and like and you know they like become aides with them and you know they're like best friends, but um I would say the person that I have with that would be like you, dad.
2: And,
1: you know, I always, like, come home with you. How how deeper can that be? (laughs) So, so, yeah, I think everybody, all the teachers that I've had as a teacher have had a great influence in my life.
2: How about, says, do you have any favorite stories from school?
1: Uh, Any favorite stories? Um... Like embarrassing ones? I guess it could be anything. <sighs> Favorite stories? I can't think of any at the top of my head. Oh, I'm sure I have some. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're off track. <laughs> Next question! Next question.
3: Before you leave Manachi, what is one thing you want me to know or remember? Or want us to know or remember?
1: what I want before I leave for high school
2: before you leave Menachi. Oh, no,
1: Menacee what do I want to let you guys know sure I remember um, I want you to know that um, all my success would not have happened without you guys without you pushing me even though we've had our arguments and all our Right. Nah. <laughs> um, I definitely would not be the amazing air quotation um, kid that I would um, be without you and thank you for all your support because I know a lot of people don't have that and I'm very fortunate
2: to have that kind of support and sometimes we care too much Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so thank you very much and um yeah just know that i love you
3: Aw, we love you we isabel the you too
1: yeah
2: and thank miss uh, miss drum for this opportunity mhm
1: thank to, you very much
2: to do this we thank you for that thanks for listening
1: bye mm-hmm. that's it for today
3: transition. Period.
1: Period. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Oh yeah, we're
3: getting that out. Our second
0: interview today is between Kristen Watson and her dad, Dennis Watson. Kristen is graduating this year with the class of 2020 and her dad, Dennis, graduated from Menachee in 1991. Dennis was also a part of the 1991 Valley Championship baseball team. He was inducted into the Menachi Athletic Hall of Fame in 2018. If you would like to be a part of this podcast, please reach out to us. My email is drum at portableschools.org. Stay golden, Marauders.
4: Hi, my name is Kristen Watson. I'm here with my dad, Dennis Watson, and I'm a senior here at Menachee High School I'm pretty involved here on campus, some of the things I'm involved in are sports and clubs like volleyball and yearbook.
5: Hi, I'm Dennis Watson, I'm Kristen's dad. Uh, here to get interviewed and she's going to ask me a few questions.
4: So what year did you graduate from Menachee High School?
5: I graduated a long time ago in
4: 1991. Hmm. Um, did you enjoy attending Menacee?
5: Uh I really did. So. When I look back on it, I I had a blast. I think like most kids, there were times when maybe I had a big test or Sunday night rolled around. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed the experience.
4: Did you always want to come to Menachee? I know you went to Porterville for two years. Porterville one year.
5: One year, yes. That's a long story. But uh, yeah, I did want to attend Menachee. I had older brothers. My older brother graduated. And my freshman year, I had my second oldest brother here. So to me it's kind of like a sports team. You're, you know, I was raised and born born and raised a Giants fan and I feel it was similar with with school. I used to watch Menachi sports and I wore a Menachi hat, so yeah, I really look forward to to coming here.
4: So, I know that I take school pretty seriously and we were raised my sister and I were raised to always try our hardest in school. So, what kind of student were you when you came to Menachi?
5: I was a good student. Overall, I was a really good student. Uh, my freshman year I was you know, probably a top ten percent, and then I I started getting A's and B's. Uh, started enjoying school a little bit more than I probably should have, and uh, overall, though I was I was a good student.
4: So outside of academics, what would you do for fun at Manachi?
5: My friends and I used to play a lot of wiffle ball, uh, tape ball, um, anything to compete. Um, typical things, you know, go to the movies, you know, hang out with friends.
4: How would your classmates remember you, and are you still friends with anybody from that time in your life?
5: My classmates would say the first two years, especially my freshman year, I was shy. My last couple years, I think they would say I was you know, not quite as shy. Overall, I think everyone would say I was a really nice guy and uh, friends with everybody. As far as still you know, maintaining friends, I have lucky enough to have friends that I actually work with, uh, three of them that I went to school with. And I also am in fantasy sports with, with really good friends, buddies of mine that I played baseball with. So yeah, definitely a part of being in a small town with Porterville. I, I run into a lot of friends that I went to school with.
4: So like your friends like Rusty and?
5: Rusty Laughlin, Steve Cox. I just text Steve this morning. And we're in a fantasy football league. So um, we get to hang out. And then, of course, with, with you and Gabby playing, uh, we've got to share a lot of good moments watching you guys play. So it's been it's been awesome.
4: That's cool. Uh, What are your best memories of high school? Are they mostly from sports, or are they, like, actually during school? Or how would you describe your best memories?
5: For me, they were a combination, probably mostly sports. I wasn't involved in a lot of clubs uh, like you. I wish I would looking back. I was more involved. Hanging out with my friends, break time, going to Mr. Miller's class um, was always fun. But um, sports definitely uh, I have a lot of good memories.
4: So... Now that you have your best memories, have you also had bad memories at Menachi Because I know one time like I ran out of the volleyball court with my jersey on backwards, so that's something I would say was my worst memory. So do you have any memories like that?
5: I don't really have any specific bad memories other than I just remember the impression my freshman year coming from Burton where you know everyone and you're the big dog on campus and then coming to Menachee and going through that freshman shock and uh, anxiety and um finding out who, who are you going to hang out with, where are you going to hang out with. And um, after that part, I really don't have any any bad memories.
4: So even like you had just said that you were the freshman, your older brother, didn't Uncle Mike come here?
5: Uh, Uncle Marty did.
4: Uncle Marty, and yeah. he was here at the same time as he you? He was here the same time. So, so it's like opposite for me because me and Kayla came at the same time, and I felt opposite. Like I felt like I was comfortable because she was here. So did you not have that experience?
5: I, I didn't. I think maybe just being the younger brother, um, you know, just typical younger brother, older brother stuff probably didn't want me hanging out and dragging along. So you were lucky to have a super nice sister that yeah. embraced that. Yeah. Uh, my brother, not so much.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, was there a teacher or a coach or teachers of any kind, you didn't even have to have them, that were particularly sh- like had a strong influence in your life?
5: I would say Mr. Began, just being the baseball coach, and I had him uh, as a teacher for a couple classes, and then I was an aide for him. Also, Mr. Miller, I mentioned, it was kind of funny, because I never actually had Mr. Miller in a class, but my friends uh, played basketball, and he was the basketball coach. So we used to go to his class, and I just Really clicked with him. I thought he was a great guy, always uh, lended an ear and uh, gave good advice, and um, he was yeah. probably my favorite of, of all time.
4: Me too. I had the same experience with him. I'd never had him as a teacher because he taught AP Bio, and there's no way I was taking AP
5: Bio. <laughs> well, What was interesting on that too is Kayla didn't have any idea when she came. Mr. Miller was yeah. my favorite teacher and then found out, and they shared some stories, and it was kind of kind of funny that we all, you know, kind of flocked to Mr. Miller. So yeah. years later, it's pretty cool. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so moving back to the athletic side of your high school career, um, you were recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. And what does that mean to you?
5: I thought it was a you know tremendous honor. Anytime you're in the Hall of Fame of anything is is a great honor, and it meant a lot to to go in there with my friends. A lot of my friends that were on the team, uh, we had played baseball and competed against each other since we were 10 years old. So it was fun to compete against them and then to be on the same team and compete and accomplished so much, you know, Valley Championship and Open Division, Division yeah. 1. Uh, it was a great honor, and to, to, to go in with them was, was even better.
4: I noticed that you've been mentioning how your teammates were really close friends to you, and I know that a lot of teams, like, there can be a lot of drama or just high school things that happen. Do you think that the chemistry on your team was what led you to your Valley Championship?
5: Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. We did not have a bad apple. Uh, there was not one... One kid on there that was rooting against another kid. As far as the starters, I'm sure a few bench players you know, might have been rooting against someone so that they could get an opportunity. But the, the starters, we were tight-knit, and everyone rooted for each other and picked each other up. And I think that there's a lot of great teams that have an athletic ability. But to put it all together definitely is, I think, why we won.
4: Yeah, definitely. Do you think it was important to you that me and Kayla came to Manachi?
5: It was something that I'm glad happened. We weren't uh, going to push you guys that direction, so we had good conversations about the good, the bad, and everything else. When you guys decided to attend Menacee, I was really happy um, being my alma mater and, and very proud, and secretly I wanted to, but I didn't want to push you. Yeah. Um, I wanted it to be your choice, and I'm glad it worked out.
4: Yeah. Are you – if we had attended Porterville – how do you think you would feel going to the games and like supporting me and Kayla in our sports? Do you think you would secretly want Menachee to win, even though we were playing at Porterville?
5: Uh, I always root for my daughter's teams first and foremost. I would have hated wearing that green and orange <laughs> hat. I know that. Yeah. Um, but I would have rooted for you guys and and not been so upset if Menachee won.
4: Yeah. So following that, was it important that we played sports? Or do you think if we would have chosen to go down a different path, like something like, I don't know, an artistic path or something different than athletics? Do you think it was important that we were athletes?
5: For me, it it was. Um, I would never push you that direction if it was banned or anything else. For, for my interest and things that I'm most familiar with, sports, you know, have been a big part of my life. And I believe that they teach you a lot about life moving forward, how to compete, how to prepare, uh, deal with, you know, ups and downs, failures and losses. And So it was important to be involved in something. And if I had my choice, of course, sports, it's just a personal joy of mine. So it was important. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very good thing.
4: Yeah. What was it like watching me play? I know I played basketball my freshman year, and then I didn't the rest of the years, and I focused on volleyball. So what was it like watching me play basketball and then not play and then just focus on volleyball? Do you think that it bothered you that I only switched to one sport?
5: No, because, you know, we we want you to do at the end of the day what makes you happy. And, of course, uh, just being able to watch you play a sport was just phenomenal. To see your approach, the effort. I mean, the the pride you get as a parent to see your kid play a sport and go about it the right way and be a good teammate and be a captain and a leader and, and just accomplish so much, not just, you know, with successes at the sport, but all the other things that come with it there's not a better feeling in the world. Now I think I know what my parents did when they were able to watch me play baseball, and something you don't understand until you're there. As a player, it's a different perspective. When you're a parent, you've been the player, and you have no idea, so it's awesome.
4: Do you think that, I mean, it might be different because you played sports that I wasn't allowed to play. Like, I can't play baseball, you know. So do you think... What is like what was a challenge for you watching me play volleyball be considering that you never played volleyball was it were there like certain aspects to it that it was tough for you to watch
5: First of all learning learning the, the sport yeah. learning the scoring learning the strategies so that I hopefully was able to help you yeah. with some drills at home that we did and starting when you were 10 years old and um, but it, I think the hardest thing is every parent wants their kid to be happy you want them to succeed and it's just not practical that that's going to happen every time so yeah. watching your kid go through uh the 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 hard moments uh of a sport and then just trying to do the right thing um to to get them past that and yeah. make them better was probably the biggest challenge because like me like your sister Kayla none of us like to lose none of yeah. us like to fail and our, our bar is high so you know just trying to tell you hey you had a great game and convince you that you had a great game yeah. even though it wasn't perfect um that was a challenge but it was good I
4: know that you were saying that we're all really competitive, and we are. I remember playing horse in the ba- in our driveway, playing basketball, and I would get so mad because you and Kayla would beat me, even though I was like seven. You guys were like oh, way older than me. But I know I would get so mad because I'm so competitive that I would quit. And I remember you always telling me that you just have to understand that not uh, you're not going to be perfect to everything you do. And you would say it's like a mental challenge rather than a physical challenge because I'm capable of whatever my brain is going to tell me that I'm capable of. So what I know in high school you have some stories in baseball that you weren't always driven like that mentally. So is there a certain story that you want to tell? You know,
5: I remember um, I didn't handle failure very good. And I remember coming in after striking out and I was so upset, um, probably yelling. I probably threw my bat a l- <laughs> little harder than I should have. And then I slipped on my metal cleats and fell and and in, in front of everyone. So it, it made me even more mad. And I just remember that, being embarrassed that yeah. I probably was acting like I shouldn't have. And then I fell in front of everyone and, and got embarrassed. And that's kind of what I tried to teach you guys, is learn how to deal with that and don't be so crazy yeah. when, when you fail. Because it is going to happen. Yeah, it happens in life. So
4: I think that we both have... I mean, I think I'm a little bit better than Kayla in the mental game, but... yeah. <laughs> I well, don't. I remember,
5: like you said, the competitiveness, I remember racing you guys on our long driveway and giving yeah. you a head start so it was competitive. <laughs> and I would never let you win, no matter what we were doing, because I, I just, sometimes you lose.
4: Yeah. Um, so the last question is, what is your greatest advice for me as I prepare to graduate from Manachi? I think it's a couple months away, less than two months.
5: I would say enjoy every moment. High school is, is very cool. And once you actually get into life, college is great. Um, and then eventually you start the, the real world, which is a lot of responsibility and, and providing and things like that. So enjoy it while you can. And moving forward, I would say just stay the course. You know, everything you've done to this point, you've you've had a lot of accomplishments, I mean, academically, athletically. Just stay the course moving forward. You know, do what you've been doing. Prepare, set your goals, work hard to achieve them. You set another goal. And um, that's going to make you successful in college and life and everything that you do the rest, you know, career, family, everything. Yeah. So. I would, I would say that.
4: Yeah. I know I'm going to college. So how do you think it's going to be to transition from having like a full house, like me and Kayla always there to no kids, oh, especially cause I'm really loud at home. So yeah. how is it going to,
5: it's going to be super weird. <laughs> I mean, it was weird when Kayla left and it, it's sad. You walk by bedrooms and you know, kids aren't there that you've had at your house for 20 years, 19 yeah. years. And it's sad, and there's also uh, you know happy things too. Different transition in your life, so you focus on those, and and um, you know there's there's always positives, and you know you go visit you know when we visit Caltech College and Irvine, and you know we have a great time. So you know for for every loss, there's always something to look forward to. So I yeah. think uh, you know it's 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 all good. Yeah.
4: Do you have any questions you can ask me?
5: Well, I would say for you looking back, like you said, you're getting ready to wrap up your high school career. So uh, what what some things that you look back on and have fond memory memories of?
4: Um, just like what you said, I think I have your personality. I think that I took more of your social personality than mom's because I'm friends with everybody and I try to be nice to everybody. But I think that probably my favorite memories were made during volleyball season and just the summers of volleyball and sports. I think that if I wouldn't have played sports, I probably wouldn't have made a lot of the friends like Katie's, like my best friend. And I met her in volleyball. So I think that sports is definitely like the highlight of my senior year, not even just senior year, just all over high school. I don't think I would have been as I don't think I would have had as much fun as I did. But other than that, I mean, school's fun, but to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, writing essays isn't very fun. So. I think most
5: people would agree with that, and that's why you look, yeah. but you'll look back on it and you'll have fond memories, but they're, it's, it's a high school experience. When you have a big test, you know, to cram for, uh, you know, that's it's not fun. fun for most people. Yeah. So, you know, there's always going to be aspects of it. But uh, overall, my perspective, you know, you, uh, you know, it's been a great high school career, you and your sister. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things we miss, a lot of your great friends. Love yeah. having over. You know, the game experience for us, going to the games and hanging out with parents, a lot of them that I was fortunate to go to school with and play sports with. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing that, you know, I think everyone, when you look back, you'll miss it. But there's always a lot to look forward to, so.
4: Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. It was a good interview. (laughs) You're
5: very welcome.